0: Welcome to Alice Tea Party. I'm your host Alice. Take a seat, have a clean cup, and enjoy. Today's guest of honour is the majestic, the magical, Mermaid Zari. Hi guys! I'm so beyond thrilled to be here. Oh my gosh, this is amazing! So I, today, am drinking um, Gemmaita, which is a, a green tea with popped rice in it from home, and it's making me feel good about not being home <laughs> while well, we're all locked in our houses now.
1: Yeah, I know exactly how that feels. I'm currently drinking an Earl Grey iced tea. I am a huge Earl Grey junkie, so I'll take anything with Earl Grey, including, like, cookies and cakes and stuff like that. I absolutely oh. love it.
0: Yeah, so I'm in a good <laughs> too.
1: Oh my god. Yes. Um
0: I I work in a hotel um and at one point on the dessert menu was an Earl Grey parfait.
1: Oh my gosh, don't even yeah. that sounds it amazing. was amazing. <laughs> oh what? Oh man, that sounds so good. <laughs> it was it was okay. pretty good. Um, <laughs> I used
0: to like to joke, I'd be like, Would you like an Earl Grey tea to go with your parfait? <laughs> like, <laughs> Heck yes, <laughs> can I have two? Right? <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome have you tried french earl grey i oh what's the difference this one seems to be more like fragrant and they've put looks like petals and stuff in it because it's a loose leaf and it's so earl grey has that quite that strong aromatic smell but then this has got some floral in there too so it's
1: oh. yeah i, I don't if... know if you guys two yeah, over I... there but you
0: can definitely buy it from T two.
1: Oh, you know what? I don't, we don't have that here because I'm in Arizona, by the way, <laughs> but in the USA. But um, I think over here, the only one that we have is the one with bergamot in it. I have tried some like rose Earl Grey and like orange Earl Grey, but that was in Europe. Ooh. But um, yeah, I haven't tried like a right. French one. I'll that have, I'll really have to post you some.
0: Yes, yes. <laughs> that sounds amazing. Yeah, it's, it's apparently their most popular tea when I asked. Um, oh, just casually, okay. I was like, oh, they're like this is the most popular tea we always sell out. And I was like,
1: oh, okay. I feel kind of stupid now because I feel like I'm missing out on something amazing <laughs> that I've never I'll heard post it before. to you. <laughs> Alrighty. So do you want to tell um
0: my listeners sort of well firstly why you're mermaid Zari <laughs> and, and a little bit about
1: you? Okay, perfect. So I'm gonna start with um I'm Mermaid Zari. I am Miss Mermaid Arizona. And that is sort of like a beauty pageant that takes place all around the world. And instead of focusing on primarily beauty and like, looks we focus on saving the ocean and saving the seas saving our sea creatures so i take part in that i'm part of their social media team but i'm also um a custom like mermaid tail designer so i actually design tails for mermaids that swim in aquariums or who do movies um i work closely with Mer Taylor with Finfolk, with um, I used to work with Swimtails and so many different companies. And we work on both fabric tails and actual silicone tails. So I, I just love bringing in magic into people's lives. I like doing things that are not normal, so to speak, just to like break away from expectations. And it's just showing women that they can live different lives and it doesn't matter what kind of body shape you have it you know if you put on a mermaid tail you're a mermaid and no one can say anything else so I absolutely love that aspect of it
0: that's really awesome that is cool. (laughs) I didn't realize you worked with so many um mermaid tail creators I knew that it was um definitely swim tails and there was a bit of mer tail but I didn't realize you fin folk as well so that's pretty awesome
1: yeah, so um, actually one of my good friends, I just designed her silicone tail and there are some other ones coming out as well. But it just takes them a little while for it to actually come out. But I just it's just so much fun to see all of these designers, silicone designers. Um, one of our recent ones is a Gripmore tail as well. And that's the kind of cool fabric one with actual like plastic rubber scales on it that don't fall off with like vinyl fins. So there are so many different types. It's crazy.
0: Yeah, um, I think I got into the mermaiding community probably a bit over a year ago, um, and it's it's full on opened my mind. I didn't realize it was such a big community, and there was so much going on, and pretty much an industry at this point.
1: It is. Uh, it really is. Yeah, yeah it's, it's pretty, like, once you get into it, you're like, whoa, like, you feel really small, because there are so many girls, and I just... I didn't realize this, but recently I found out that there's a whole um like Hispanic, Southern American um community of mermaids and they just don't interact with anyone else. It's kinda weird. Oh but, wow. So like a yeah. subculture. Yeah, it's like a secret society of mermaids that we don't even know about. <laughs> so I'm it's like, like Whoa. the Atlantis of Mermaids. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's kind of cool.
0: <laughs> that is really awesome. So how did you get into mermaiding? Personally? So that's,
1: I mean, that's a good question. So um, I've been into mermaiding. I'm actually pretty new at it too. I've been into mermaiding for two years now, but I started out as a lifeguard in high school. I used to work at country clubs and I've always loved swimming. I've always been in the water. And at one point I purchased a Mahina monofin. It's the part that sticks on your legs at the ends where it's just like a rubber piece. It's actually recycled rubber, which is pretty cool. Oh, I and did so, yeah, it's like, it's really cool because they recycle it. And I was like, yes, that's awesome. So I would just take it everywhere with me. I'd take it to the pool. I would take it into the ocean. My Mahina monofin was actually run over by my by a car. It's kind of funny. Like, I've taken this thing everywhere with me. So I have this. Oh <laughs> yeah, I know. It has tire marks on it. And whenever I go oh. to conventions, I know which, which fin is mine because it has tire marks on it. <laughs> like, that's how everyone oh knows God. me. Like like I ran over the mermaid tail but um (laughs) after a few years of having the mahina I found out that there are actual skins for it so I ended up going with a swim tails um fabric skin and swim tails is out of business now but like a year ago they were creating a lot of fabric tails and so I purchased one and I'm like wait I can do this like this is going to be so much fun At that point, I was kind of like irritated with my full-time job. Um, I was out of college with my master's at 24, and I was just kind of dying inside. I was kind of like, "Is there is there anything else to life other than working and like coming back home and like dying on my couch and watching TV?" So at one point, it was like I was depressed, and then I went into mermaiding, and I was like, "Whoa! Like this is." awesome exercise. You can play with it. There are so many girls who do it too. So I've made so many amazing friends just because of this, like including you, this is like so cool. And it's so inspirational because so many people change their bodies with mermaiding too. Like they get healthier and mermaiding has definitely made me healthier too. Like I've been looking more into what kind of foods I eat, you know, what kind of foods are taken from the ocean and how it's taken care of. So It's really a positive, positive community.
0: Yeah, I think I agree. Like I currently, now that we can't swim, am struggling because when I get stressed, I
1: go mermaiding. Yeah. Oh my gosh, yes, I'm I'm in the same boat right now, it's actually so bad, like my skin has broken out so bad, just because I haven't been in chlorine, like that's how bad it is. It's ridiculous <laughs> what your skin gets used to, hey, usually people are like, I know. oh, I've been in too much chlorine, my hair's ruined, my skin's ruined, and we're just like, I haven't been in chlorine, my oh. hair's ruined, my skin's oh. ruined. I know, I'm like, my tan is absolutely 100% gone, I am like white. <laughs> so- <laughs> It's like no.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm literally having almost nightly dreams about mermaiding, or mermaiding finds its way into my dreams somehow.
1: Yes. Well, what kind of tails do you swim in? I don't know what kind of tails you use. Um, so I was, um, I was given a tail. So I'm not actually sure where it came
0: from. I'm pretty sure it's dodgy, <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's purple. I don't uh-huh. see any brand names on it, so I'm pretty sure it's definitely dodgy. Um, and I've I'm I've got to patch it because it's like a plasticky one, but it's got uh-huh. fabric, like scuba fabric around it as well. Oh, and that started okay. to work because I've used it so much, so I've got oh. to patch it. Okay. Um, but I put a new zip in and I've done a few different things. And, yeah, my plan is I do want to um, – I think I've said this to you where I want to – I've had Tani design the bat tail in purple –
1: And I want that.
0: um, Tanichu,
1: like, like, she's amazing. I love her so much. Her designs are amazing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like, her her designs are... Yes, she's incredible. And she's such a good person. Like, seriously, like, beyond incredible. Yeah, definitely. If you have the chance to work with her, then do it. Because she's such a good person. And she's so skilled. Like, super talented. Sometimes I'm like whoa like how did you make that that's (laughs) incredible it's amazing she blows my mind all the time
0: yeah so that's my dream I'm going to save up and get um the bat but in purple because I have very big deep sea siren dreams and that yes fills that void
1: I love that I love that are there any mermaid companies in Australia um uh I think there is
0: Mishy Finns and Selkie Sisters and uh, Mishy, I think they both do predominantly silicon, but I know Mishy is bringing out some fabric tails, but that's as far as I'm okay. aware it's for Australian creators. Um, yeah, so very, very exciting. That's um, good. Yeah, I, I don't know how I feel about silicon. I'm not sure if I would get myself a silicon tail or not because there's so much maintenance required and so much effort just to get into it.
1: It's heavy too. That's the problem with my tail. Cause, um, so I have a, um, a Matt Van Dahl tail, and it's my gold tail. It's a silicone, and it weighs 40 pounds. I don't know how much that is in metrics. but um... uh, so That'd be almost 20 kilograms, I'd say. There you go. 100 there you pounds go. is about 45 kilograms. There you go. So, so yeah, 20. it's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot. Yeah. Um, and the thing is like, it's made out of pure silicone. So this guy um, actually designed Nicki Minaj's tail for her music video. I don't what? know if you've seen that. Yeah, so it's the same guy. Um, and I have one of his original H2O tails. And it's beautiful. Oh my god. It's so heavy, though. Like, it hurts. <laughs> it hurts to swim in. So I'm currently getting a different type of silicone, so it's not as intense on my legs because it's just too much. <laughs> Sorry, it's I'm just, just catching hot. so I'm
0: scrunching up some more paper. You're good. <laughs> go on, go get it. Go, get it. go it. There we go. <laughs> now she's out. <laughs> You're good. I love it a bit, but she's got a bell, and you can just constantly hear it when she moves oh. around.
1: That's super sweet. Mine currently is standing next to me on my desk, <laughs> causing trouble. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mine likes
0: to walk all over the keyboard and pull off the keys. Oh, no.
1: So I have to always shut my laptop lid, otherwise she will pull the keys off. That is so funny. Oh, my gosh. Because yours, yours is a calico or a tortie, yes, mine girl? is a calico. Yeah, she's a little crazy yeah. calico. <laughs> she's not too bad.
0: I've got a very, very sassy tortie. Like, there's a lot oh. of sass going on with this one that's so sweet oh that's so adorable she's she's my baby (laughs) i have a question for you because people think it's kind of funny i'm a mermaid with a with a pet cat so i'm a fish with a pet cat that doesn't quite work what are you talking about it's a catfish (laughs) i love it one time i threw my fabric tail over while she was napping and i was like look it's a mermaid." (laughs) yes
1: I wish I, was I would very let my cat do that, but she would scratch off my tails and then I'd be like, no. She's actually pretty good. She kind of just looks at me like, you're crazy, and then goes back <laughs> to sleep. That's hilarious. No, it's like, yeah. Yeah, I feel like a lot of people dress their cats up as like mermaids. Um, They actually have Halloween costumes here in the United States for like mermaid cat costumes. It's insane. Oh my God. But, yeah. So I haven't, That's I crazy. haven't gotten into that deep end. <laughs> Yeah. dog
0: ones. I have um, one of my former co-workers she has a dush hound and
1: Aww. she dressed her up
0: in a mermaid costume and sent it to me.
1: That's so sweet. <laughs> That's it's so, so funny. Wait, so where do you very do you usually swim in the ocean or do you swim in pools? Um, bit of both. Um, okay. I the pool that they're
0: actually technically banned here Um, in my no. state anyway. Um, you have to get a bunch of paperwork to get it approved for you to swim in your tail. Um, mm-hmm. The only reason I'm allowed my monofin at the pool that I go to is I used to train there when I was a kid because I used to um, do a lot of, like, swimming training. I was going since I was really young. Um, mm-hmm. So they know me, and they're like, yeah, yeah, you won't drown. You're fine. Um, <laughs> we
1: trust you. <laughs> so they let me.
0: <laughs> but otherwise, they wouldn't let me use the full tail in the pool at all. and oh. um, they let me so when I want to do the full tail then I'll go to the ocean or a river or a lake or something
1: gotcha no that makes sense that makes sense yeah
0: I know that there are some people in other states who have got a bunch of paperwork saying like disclaimers of like you know Paul's not responsible if we injure ourselves or drown or whatever um you know we're not going to sue them etc Um mm-hmm. I've managed to get the okay but I haven't I haven't really attempted that paperwork as yet um, but there's a lot of it, and it, there's no guarantee if you do all the paperwork and lodge it that they will
1: accept your full tales. So mm-hmm. it's quite strict here. Oh, well, because here, um, so there is an international diving committee. It's called the SSI, and they have a mermaid certification, and I got that certification. So maybe you could try something like that. It's, just, it's yeah. actually not that expensive. It's like a hundred and twenty dollars so in your terms it would be like maybe 130 or something like that yeah that's not too bad so less
0: than 200
1: yeah yeah so it's actually not that bad you get a card you get an actual certificate so you can actually show it and that's what I usually use when people don't think I'm like an authentic diver because I do have free diving Um, I have a free diving license as well but if they are kind of questionable about it, they can actually run your number on the computer, and they can actually see that you've went through all of the training. So oh, that's very cool. It's like that's some something kind that of you can Yeah, so that's something you can look into. I know all of the mermaids who swim in aquarium like aquariums have to be certified in some sort of free diving or of a mermaid certification. So you could look oh, into that. I didn't that. know that. Hmm. Yeah, there's a lot of safety protocol like that's one thing of mermaiding that's I kind I of figured,
0: I guess it would be bad if you like drowned in front of a bunch of children
1: in an aquarium oh my gosh or like you know how the Singapore mermaid swims in um in front of like dinner guests and stuff like that yeah. Can you imagine that? that would be chaos oh,
0: that would be so bad um yeah I um I used to work with this guy and his wife is um is a mermaid here she's quite a big one in Australia because she's also gone to SeaWorld I think it was Mm um when with the sharks in SeaWorld so she went so we're in South Australia so she Mm -hmm. went all the way up north Mm -hmm. to go swim and so everyone was was paying about being like oh make sure she doesn't come home married to a shark
1: (laughs) oh my (laughs) gosh (laughs) that's so cute I love that yeah
0: it is is really, really sweet it's really lovely but yeah, um, yeah. So I guess, do you prefer fabric or silicone?
1: Um, so I think for fun, I really enjoy swimming in Mer Taylor's half fabric and half silicone. So the silicone part is the monofin, and it's just there's less stress on your legs than there is in the mahina because the mahina is really tough on your legs. So, a lot of people get foot cramps in it. And the Mahina definitely has more propulsion power when you're swimming. So, if you do professional like swimming, I definitely advise a Mahina. But if you're just doing mermaiding for fun, I would go with a Mertailer monofin in a skin just because they're super easy to put on. Like, it's super fun to swim in. Your legs don't hurt. It is kind of heavy, but it's worth it. It just feels good in the water. Um, I stopped swimming with any sort of vinyl in my fins just because it was starting to hurt my legs and my back. Like that's how bad it was. And I've been kind of warning people about getting tails with plastic, you know, vinyl, you know, the large extending parts of the tail, not the actual monofin, but the vinyl that covers it. So it looks like it's like you're swimming really smoothly in the water. It's Mm -hmm. so bad for your back because it puts so much pressure on it. So... And a lot of is people it- don't know how to swim correctly with tails in the first place. So yeah, they're actually- I was going to
0: say, is it perhaps a thing of people not being fully aware of like the full-on, full-body yes. motion butterfly? Yes. Because yeah. if you don't do it properly, I know I can feel it. Like I can feel when I'm not doing it properly and when I am doing it properly, and it definitely hurts when I'm being lazy.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. And then so like silicone, it makes it 20 times worse. So if you're not doing the dolphin kick, perfectly in silicone you feel it the next morning and you're sore for the next like six days because the tails are much heavier they're stiffer but having a silicone makes it feel like it's a second skin so it just depends on what effect you're going for and me as a pool mermaid like I don't really care like I'll try anything and I'll play with anything but if I was in the ocean I would probably go with a silicone just because it has more oomph to it more power Versus a fabric tail. And do you find there's a difference in drag between the two? Yes. So if you want zero drag, avoid the vinyl tails at all costs. So unfortunately, that includes all of the fin folk tails that have vinyl, all of the old swim tails, and all of that. Um, I would say even Mertailer silicones, like silicone fins, they're not strong. They kind of drag, but not as bad. Um, definitely, like silicone tails are the way to go to avoid drag because it literally acts like a suction cup when you get into the tail. And so there is no way of causing drag because the water just flows around you. It doesn't flow inside of your tail. Nothing. There's no air bubbles stopping you from moving forward. So that it just sense. depends. Yeah. So, like, that's why so many girls swim in aquariums with silicones, just because you're faster.
0: Yeah, you've got you've got less drag. There's less bubbles. I did notice that when I would use my fabric, mm-hmm. um, if air could get in, it would.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that was kind of irritating. <laughs> so I had this one really really long tail from swim tails. It was a sea serpent, and it was, I think, over nine feet long.
0: Jesus. nine
1: or ten yeah like nine I think nine nine and a half or something like that and so it was extremely long and you would have to swim so slowly in that because the drag would literally hold you back so you couldn't even move forward and so it just becomes painful like your feet hurt after that so I done, don't recommend I that so much effort to go almost nowhere Yes. And so it's really good if you're taking photos underwater, if you're moving really slowly to get beautiful shots, like that's perfect. But if you're trying to get somewhere like in the ocean, good luck. It's not going to happen.
0: <laughs> Fair enough. Um, So this is something that I remembered in one of my um mermaiding dreams. But mm-hmm. do you remember the moment when you looked down the first time at your tail and you saw it move and you just had that moment of, Oh my god. I'm a mermaid.
1: Yes, um it's just it's it's so weird cuz it's such a magical unrealistic moment. It's so crazy cuz you're like, "Oh my gosh. Like I've wanted this all my life." <laughs> and I know it's like super dorky, but it's it's like in like it's crazy cuz your dream came true and you're like, "Whoa." Like you feel so powerful and like excited and when I put on my first like fabric tail, I couldn't stop smiling. Like I was in the water probably for like three hours. (laughs) And I had like severe blisters later on, but it was totally worth it. And then when I put on my silicone for the first time, it was just like, insane. You know, it's just a magical feeling. You feel so different. Like there's, it's hard to explain the feeling because it's just pure happiness.
0: I think, I mean, I've not tried on a silicon so I can't say this, but the best I can probably think is like when it's fabric and you look at it and you're not in the water, you can kind of see that it's not, you're not mm-hmm. actually a mermaid. But when you're in the water, it's different. Whereas with silicon, you wear that and you're still not in the water and you're looking at it going, no, I'm a mermaid. Yes.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's it's kind of cool because like people come up to you and they're like, whoa, like, what are you doing? <laughs> so I love that feeling. It's a lot of fun.
0: Yeah, I think I made the mistake, I think, it was first or second time that I took my monofin to the pool. It was school holidays. I think it was winter break
1: mm-hmm. and it was a
0: Friday. So all the kids were there.
1: Oh, <laughs> I had about four kids screaming mermaid at me every two minutes. Yes. So I actually had the funniest story happen to me. So I live really close to a big neighborhood, like a neighborhood pool, and that's usually where I swim. And so um, I would bring my tails in to test them out because I used to test tails out for swim tails. I would do all of their photography. Um, I would do the photography for grip more and stuff just to test out the tails. And these girls started seeing me swimming in these tails and they got like, they were so curious. And Like, every single time I went, I started to see more and more little mermaids. And it's really cute because all of these girls were buying these tails. (laughs) And they were trying to, like, swim in them. And they were doing pretty good, too. Like, their parents were watching them and stuff, which was good. But it's kind of funny because, like, after I started bringing my tails in, there's, like, a whole, like, community of little mermaids around me now. And it just makes me so happy.
0: (laughs) That's gorgeous. Yeah.
1: It's super cute. Well, they're inspiring the next generation. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I'm pretty sure the parents hate me because these tails are expensive. <laughs> but Yeah,
0: yeah. Not gonna lie, this is not a cheap hobby. If any of you are thinking, "Hey, this
1: is a nice cheap hobby for me to get into," no, no. Oh my gosh, no, 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 <laughs> no. They're very, very pricey, but it's worth it. Yeah, it's, it's worth indeed. it if you, it's swimming, if, you oh, swimming, if you love swimming. Definitely. Cool.
0: <laughs> it's so worth it like I like as I said that moment when I looked down and I was like that's my legs I'm yes. a mermaid I yes. have a tail that's worth
1: every penny yes. um, well, I was talking to my boyfriend about it because he loves snowboarding so we were talking about prices of snowboards and like comparing everything and he's like well, my snowboard cost like four hundred three hundred dollars, and I'm like, "Oh, sweetheart, that's so nice, it's so cheap." and he's like, "What?" And I'm like, "Well, <laughs> our tails cost like two thousand to ten thousand dollars And he's yeah, like too much. you're insane. you lucky if you find anything that's like less than yeah.
0: a thousand
1: absolutely yeah i mean if you want if you want to go like pro level, then yeah, I would say that yeah. our tailor ones are like maybe four hundred five hundred dollars at the most, yeah." um and then finfolk ones are less expensive as well it just depends yeah. on what kind of style you're going for if you want to do it as a hobby or if you want to go professional like full pool party mermaid
0: oh for sure i think there's some designers here where a standard tail is 3 to 4000 australian dollars plus shipping mm-hmm.
1: yep yeah that so, sounds
0: about right yeah yeah <laughs> i, I actually had a go once say to me if you can just not talk for seven shifts in a row, because I don't, I don't shut up. Um, I personally buy you one of those tails, and oh I was God. very, very tempted.
1: <laughs> that's so funny. That's hilarious. Actually, you guys are pretty close to um to Fairy Tale Bangkok. Um, he makes beautiful tails, and they're like under a thousand dollars. They're silicone tails, and Ooh. inside, yeah, he's a. That's a really good company. Um, I purchased two tails from him. Half a year ago, I've been so busy. I just haven't been able to even design them just because I've been designing tails for so many other people. So I yeah, really have to get on it and design something for myself at one point. But his tails are like 800 to $600, which is comparable to fabric tails. So yeah, that's actually really good. That makes really my second slightly more viable. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. And his tails are beautiful. They're really, really pretty. Like The scales are really nice. Uh um, So um, you mentioned designing for Gripmore. Do you want to
0: tell us a little bit more about Gripmore as such? Because I know you've been raving about the scales.
1: So Gripmore is really cool. Um, The reason why I've been so excited about Gripmore is because in the base, body base of the tail, where the scales are usually located on the tail, the scales are made out of lifeboats. So they're actually made out of that rubber that doesn't rip at all. So... You can sit on rocks, you can like sit on rough surfaces or in pools, you can scrape your legs across the pool, um, and it doesn't ruin the tail, which is really, really amazing. The only drawback with a grip more tail is that there's vinyl in it, and the fluke, the fin part, is made out of material. So I'm trying to work with them right now to fix that, so that it's all made out of the same material, so it's all really hardcore. Fluke is fabric? Yes, the fluke is fabric, yeah. How does
0: that work? I'm trying to understand how you would.
1: So it's actually does two it have different vinyl, pieces.
0: In it and then there's fabric around it.
1: Yes, so um, it's two different pieces. So the first piece is the body piece. So imagine just putting up like a sleeve on top of you. So like imagine putting on like mermaid pants, but it's like one long sleeve. It's like a tube, like a really long pencil skirt. Yes, exactly. And then you match it with the fluke base. So it's like an extended monofin, but with vinyl in it, which makes it uncomfortable you know and that's what i'm trying to change right now i'm trying to give them a way to only have a skeleton a, like an exoskeleton of some sort so that you only need yeah. your machina and you don't need that vinyl inside because it just causes so much drag so that's kind of what i'm yeah. like taught like talking to them about just because it's just such a struggle i know like everyone right now is just sitting at home for COVID 19 but once we get back you know started up again then it's just going to be more talk about a solution for that.
0: Yeah, I think that's fair because um, not everyone has had training mm-hmm. on
1: technique
0: and I think if you have that vinyl in there, mm-hmm. that's going to make it so much harder yeah, for you, it especially is- if you have training, like learning with all that extra sort of, weight and all that extra drag is is actually going to make it a lot harder for you to learn those techniques
1: it's not fun like I was swimming with my uh free diver uh the person who certified me and she was trying on the tails and we were both struggling and we're both really strong swimmers so you can kind of see that it's it's just not working out yet but what I recommend doing is buying the base of the tail separate and then adding your own silicone monofin at the end. And you can either do that by gluing down a mythic tail, like the mythic silicone part, or you can get Mer-Taylor silicone pieces and do that. And that saves you a lot of money. And it just, you know, you have a really heavy duty tail then. So that's what I've been recommending to different people.
0: Fair enough, yeah. Um. So do you want to sort of, like there's a, there's been a bit of confusion I guess, and this was a while ago, but I'm still also curious myself um, how you got into um, being an ambassador for Swimtails and, and how that whole debacle, I suppose, went down.
1: <laughs> so it's actually a really sad situation. Um, I loved Swimtails with all of my heart. Um, I started, Swimtails was my first tale, so it was my first fabric tale. And I just, their, their content was so magical. And I absolutely loved creating stuff for them. And during my first six months, they kind of realized that um, I was doing a lot of photography and videos and I was like super passionate about their products. And so they invited me to an influencer party that they had in Palm Springs, California. And that's where I had my first meetup with several other mermaids. And it was absolutely incredible. It was so much fun. It was a dream come true. And after that, I became their first ambassador. So I was doing their professional underwater photography. They were sending me free tales all the time. I was testing products for them. I was designing with them. And it was a dream come true. And so what happened is it started falling apart on the side. Um, They weren't fulfilling orders fast enough. Um, There was a lot of Feedback about the sizes being bad. There was a lot of hate from very specific mermaids that caused a lot of drama. And so it was a lot of fighting on both sides. Like I'll be honest, both sides sometimes acted in a very, very negative way. And it was not okay. Um, there were cases of stolen artwork which were not necessarily like it's not like they knew that they stole it, they just didn't know that they could like they couldn't use the artwork. And that just became so violent and hostile and it was just, it was just bad. And so like all of these little things started to pile up and it started to create this whole negative feedback about them. And then one thing that happened a year ago, not this past year, but a year or like almost two years ago, they shut down their company without telling anyone. And everyone's like, what, what happened? So they shut down the company for like two I, months and they didn't I really tell. I remember anyway. that. Yeah. And so me as their person, well, I wasn't an ambassador yet, but me as one of their top fans, I was like, oh my gosh, that sucks. Like what's happening. And right after they reopened, that's when I became their ambassador. So that was like, I was their face. And for that whole, maybe, I think it was only eight months. I was only an ambassador for like eight months. Um, I would do all of their marketing I would do all of their professional like videos and photos and I would do all the editing for them and I even designed like dragon tails with them and it was it was really cool and then one day um this one girl messaged me and she said that she got a refund on her tail and I'm like wait what do you mean like you got a refund did you did you order a refund and she's like no I got a refund on my tail and so did my friend and I'm like what what and she's like, the Swimtail's Instagram is gone, their website is gone, and their Facebook is gone. And I'm like, what is going on? So at that point, they had a few different ambassadors. Um, it was Alyssa, Tommy, me, some uh, Spectra, some other people, too. I don't even remember who, but um, it was a bunch of us at that point. And they just shut down without telling us. And we were left for several days trying to figure out what was happening. And a lot of people I didn't it. So
0: many stories and people going nuts online,
1: and oh I remember you bringing up stories every like five minutes, being like, "I'm tracking this down. I've got this, guys." Yeah, it was it was so embarrassing because they left us with the worst possible people. We got so much hate and so much love at the same time, but it was really negative. They kind of left like left us in the dust, and at first, um. They were telling us different things at first, and it was really confusing. And it was, I mean, honestly, it was really upsetting because I had worked with them. Um, I had created tails, and I was supposed to get a percentage of the tail designs that they were selling. And I never got that, but, like, I just told them I didn't want the money at that point. I was just done. And it was just really sad because they just kind of dropped us. They kind of dropped everything, and it was upsetting for sure. Um, I think it was it was really rough for me because I was really close with the designer of Swim Tales, and I still am but it was really rough to be treated like that to just be dropped and not to be told anything it was it was a hard time because it was like part of my identity to support them and then once they just dropped off the planet, it was like, oh man, <laughs> like it's I felt like kind of, of- going as well. Yeah, I just kind of felt like I was trash to them. So it was a sad time. Um, After that, I kind of lost my passion for like mermaiding for a while, until um, I started designing tales for Taylor and Gripmore. But even so now, I'm not as passionate about it as I was before, just because I was involved with a company, I felt like I was part of the family. And now it's just kind of like, i'm involved with a lot of different people but it's not it's not the same thing so it kind of like i don't know it kind of ruined One's me shy <laughs> yeah like it was kind of sad i felt it really it really hurt to be honest like it really hurt so that's what happened um they are back with a different company i know the designer is back with a different company um, she does Aquarius designs, which is, their tails are absolutely stunning. They're beautiful. She only does custom tails now, I believe. And I feel, I mean, I hope she's doing really well. I wish her the best. It's just that, you know, like I can't, I can't partner or support someone who's like burned me twice <laughs> at this that's point. Right. Yeah. So I just moved on and did my own thing, but yeah, that's what so happened. I, I don't know if this you, you have any specific been going, Sorry. I mean, no, go ahead. I I wanted to know if you have any specific questions, like anything that you. Oh, I was going to gonna ask about designer life. Oh, designer life, it's um it's a struggle, for sure. It's intense. Um, so I I'm really close with Mermaid Safira. Um, I absolutely love her. She's amazing. Um, Siren Pearls as well. I don't know the other designer, but I know that she's super sweet. Um, it's. With designers and with custom designs, it's a hit or miss. Sometimes we have wonderful customers who know exactly what they want, and it's easy for us to design their dream tales. And then we have the people who are sort of monsters to us, who critique everything, who don't know really what they want, who aren't really ready for a tale. They just want something that's so unique that it's going to make them like shine in their community. And they're just not very helpful <laughs> sometimes. But I mean, it's hard. It's hard to get someone's, you know, dream tale on, you know, on a document when you can't see inside of their head. And so we're all doing our best. And it's a lot of fun, too. Like, I love designing tales, but sometimes it's like a struggle. And now with like the whole COVID-19 and everything, Mur Taylor paused on uh, producing tales. So we're kind of all on hold, to be honest. So, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's you know, a little insane. Fair. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, oh i God. done a bit mm-hmm. of work in freelance design mm-hmm. and I always found like those those clients that know exactly what they want are great because I'll give you a brief. It'll be really concise yes. when you, you deliver it. They've only want two, three changes and it's very minor tweaks. And then you get the ones that like this is the kind of feeling I have
1: yeah yeah it's really it's really tough um a lot of us our designers are like stressed out just because we don't like we want to do the best we possibly can for you mostly since like you paid us to do <laughs> to do this design so we want to provide the best but if we keep going back and forth it just becomes very stressful and then we become less and less motivated to design your tail just because it's just pure anxiety <laughs>
0: At one point. You start to be like, oh, are they going to question this? Are they going to question that?
1: Is that really this? What did they mean by that? And it does get... Exactly. Like, I love it. It's a blessing, like, to design custom tales. I absolutely love it. But at the same time, sometimes it's just like, it's very heartbreaking too. So (laughs) you have to be a really tough soul because it hurts sometimes.
0: I've had to give away a
1: lot of refunds, to be honest. (laughs) Oh, that always hurts. Yep, yeah. Just because I want to give them the best, and I don't want to be rude. Like this is my side hustle, so I do this for fun. But yeah, you know, like I want to make sure people are happy, and if they're not happy, then I'm going to give them a full refund because I believe in that. Well, that's good. I'm glad that you have integrity. There are there are a lot of people out there, not
0: necessarily in the mermaiding community, but just in the world at large that lack integrity and I think it's really good that you're sort of like if you're not 100% happy I don't feel comfortable taking your money.
1: Yeah yeah I just um, a lot of people take 50% and they don't give back a refund so they only give half of the refund which I understand because there's a lot of time put into it but since this is my side hustle I just you know I let it go because there's I don't want to create any hard feelings I love the mermaiding community I love the girls and guys that I swim with and I just want to keep the connections with a positive light. And I just I don't want to start a war. <laughs> I've already no, been in funny. too many mermaid wars and it hurts.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm just imagining you sitting there like an old lady. Oh, I
1: remember the war of whatever. <laughs> oh God, yeah. Oh, so many different problems. So many different problems. And the amount of times like I've had designs stolen and stuff, it's just oh, there's so much drama. Yeah, I, I guess. How do you feel about? I
0: think we've had this conversation before, but but for the, for the audience, how do you feel about inauthentic tales? So tales made like my one that was gifted to me, the, the the mildly dodgy
1: ones. It's hard because I want everyone to be able to experience mermaiding, and I want everyone to have fun and. When someone is buying a tail that they know has been ripped off, um, off of a designer, I think that's wrong. But if someone's getting a tail and they've, you know, this is their first time mermating and they have no clue, it's not their fault. The people, the people who are at fault are the designers who steal other people's work, and that's the people who I'm after. I'm not after any of the mermaids who swim in tails that you know have different designs and whatnot that are taken from different tail designs I don't care about the girls who have bought the tails I directly focus on the companies who are you know who the designers are actually taking photos of these tails scanning them in and then making them larger and then putting them on fabric that's who I'm at war at with all the time so it's never the mermaid it's the producer of the tail and that's been a struggle Um, mostly with China and stuff but it happens I get the feeling
0: that's where mine came from.
1: <laughs> I mean, I I don't think I've seen your wait, I, maybe I have seen your tail. Oh no, I have I have seen your tail. Yeah. No, yours yeah, isn't a stolen yours isn't a stolen design.
0: It's no, not.
1: No, but it's just 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 a very plain purple with a bit of green
0: on it, which was perfect for me because I like purple and dark green anyway, <laughs> so. There you go. (laughs) That's a very good choice. Um,
1: (laughs) Yeah, because some people actually um, like they take photos of the Finfolk ones and they do direct copies, and that's a little frustrating. That's just yeah. So that's why you can easily
0: just roughly design something that's unique. It will take you five minutes.
1: Yep. Yeah. Well, it happens. (laughs) So we're fighting that all the time.
0: Yep. I think it happens in most industries. I've seen um, fashion designers be like, that's that's my design. Oh, yeah. That is straight up my design. Or I've seen artists who will post pictures of some artwork that they drew and then next thing they find it being sold as a print somewhere else or even being printed on fabric and turned into clothing without their permission.
1: Yep. And that happens all the time, all the time and it's it's really common for the designers who work with those graphics sometimes they just don't know sometimes they purchase them off of legit sites and they just don't know that it's been stolen from someone and it's It's such a struggle like the internet world, the digital world is very difficult to to police out, so to speak like it's hard to figure out what's illegal and what's not legal when it comes to design,
0: yeah, and I think also because. Obviously, we're we're a world of different countries. Different laws apply differently. For example, in Australia, we don't really have a concept of fair use. We literally have the moment you create something, it is you own the copyright straight away. And legally, no one can use any more more than about 10%, I think. Oh, wow. Um, Yeah. So if it's a book, you can only photocopy 10% of the book without permission. Um, you, I think um, if it's a design or something like that, it has to have been altered by at least 30% before you don't get hit by you know, yeah. a lawsuit or anything like that. So you have to have altered it enough, a certain percentage, before you can use it. Otherwise, you can get hit with copyright um, infringement.
1: What? That's awesome. That's really good.
0: Yeah, it's really hard to regulate. Um, but it is. Yeah, I
1: think here you only have to change 50% to get away with it, but. Yeah. Yeah, I see. That's a lot more than what you have
0: to change here. Here it's like 30 or 40% you have to change. Okay. Hmm. Okay. So you can kind of get away with that. But if you're directly copying, you can only photocopy about 10% or copy about 10% of of anything. So if it's a film and you want to distribute a teeny tiny bit of it on your Instagram, um yeah. copyright law means you can only show about ten percent of that film.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that makes yeah. sense. Yeah.
0: Having said that, if they've paid for trademarking, that's a completely different thing.
1: Yes, for licensing, yeah, that's a different story. Yeah. But I mean like yeah. if if you see girls wearing tails that are obviously knockoffs, it's usually good to say something because a lot of people just don't know a lot of people don't know yeah. that these mermaid companies exist and these mermaid companies are built up of tiny people like there's only five people working on these tails yeah. so it's important to give these people the business that they deserve for their designs instead of like a huge factory in China so, yeah exactly I mean that's why yeah it's, I so- think
0: yeah it's important to sort of say hey did you know that that's actually a whatever design or like be really compassionate about it, because more often yes. than not people won't.
1: Yeah, because they just don't know, and it's, and it's okay. their fault. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, um, just being a like, lot of just so are... you no, know, if you want to what the real guys, they do this. Yeah. A lot of people are really rude about it, and I just don't think that's the way to go. No, because so... more
0: often than not, it might be a gift that someone purchased for mm-hmm. someone else who thought design yes. was cool, or absolutely. You know, they just saw it and were told, oh, you know, you can get tails on eBay or whatever if you really want them. And then they've just gone and chosen what they thought looked nice, not knowing it's a stolen design.
1: Yep. Yeah, and usually people try to find the cheapest thing available to them, right? So yeah, it just makes sense. Like, if you, you most people can't afford a $500 tail. Like, that's insane. So if you want to try something new out, it's better to spend, like, $100, you know? Yeah. So I completely understand.
0: Yeah, t- usually if people say they want to get into mermaiding and they they don't know where to start, I'll send them in the direction of um
1: I think it's FinFun? Yes, FinFun. Yep.
0: Yep. Yeah, I could I could visualize the logo but I couldn't remember the name for a minute there. Um
1: yeah, because those are fairly
0: reasonably priced. Like yes. low barrier entry. Tails, yeah, like 30, 30 pistol, to 30 like $100. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and
1: those that's are, fine. Those are really and good. Mm-hmm. yeah, and Never then think.
0: you know you're supporting <laughs> like someone within the community, not some tycoon somewhere with a massive factory. Absolutely. Um, yeah, and then that sort of puts money back into the the mermaid economy.
1: Yeah, absolutely. That's why I was so upset that swimtails died because they had a lot of um, beginner tails for very good prices. And now um, there isn't really a company that designs for Mahina's for a good price, so... But I didn't know this, but Mahina actually does have tailskins. They just don't sell Oh, them really? Quickly. Yeah. Like, I I've thought tried... they just did the monofin. <laughs> I didn't know no, that they actually did They have full surf suits. They have full skins and everything. And I've been trying to get my hands on them for the longest time, but because of, like, the whole corona craziness, I just haven't been able to get some, so... Once I get some, I, I'm excited to try it out.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm looking forward to it. You have to do videos and stuff. <laughs>
1: they're actually super cheap too, so. Oh, that's not it bad. Then. Pretty that's pretty exciting. Yeah. The, the skins are like, um, I think they're only like 40 bucks, 40 to 50 bucks. So that's it's pretty good. Bad. Yeah. So all you need is a Mahina and you just put it in. So, yeah. And you can get like matching tops to it too, like matching uh, rash guards and stuff. Oh, wow. I thought that was really cool. That's where it's at, everyone. Head over to Mahina. (laughs) Yeah, well, they don't have it on their site, though, and that's why I've been trying. Like, I've been trying to like literally contact Mahina because I know one of their ambassadors, but she just hasn't been responsive because she's in Mexico right now. So (laughs) I think everyone's just on pause. So I'm just going to wait a little bit and see, I'm going to try again to see if I can get a few different versions and actually play around with it just because... Like, it, it's it's so good. So, yeah. I'm going to try. That <laughs> is awesome. I didn't even know. That is so cool. Yeah, I was shocked. She, like, showed me a whole catalog, and I'm like, what? Where do you get this thing? Yeah, exactly. So, once I get it, I'll show it to the public. I don't think a lot of people have seen it, to be honest.
0: I don't understand why they wouldn't put it on their site. Like, for those prices...
1: I think it's the production, the limit, like the amount that they can produce is very limited. Um, I oh, think it has to do it. with trademarking it too. So, oh, that's I don't true. know. Yeah,
0: because once yeah. you have put it out there, you've got to worry it's about the super, IP. Thing. Yeah,
1: it's super expensive to trademark, so you have to be careful. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, that's true. So, that could be for reason. But their stuff is really cool, so I'm excited. We'll see how that turns out.
0: <laughs> well, yes, keep us posted on that I'm I really will. excited I think I might I um if I had the money like if I won 16 million dollars let's say um you better be buying all the tapes
1: <laughs> yes yeah absolutely which tail would you get oh that's so hard um
0: I think I'd definitely get a few customs like especially Mm -hmm. for the silicon like if I'm going to spend that money
1: Mm -hmm.
0: I'd rather get a custom than something that everybody has because if I'm yeah if I'm going to fork out that much I want something that's very me Mm -hmm.
1: but if I was just going
0: fabrics I'd probably see if I could track down some of the old swim tails because they're gorgeous the dragon Mm
1: -hmm. yeah so that would be Aquarius Aquarius designs could I still get dragons? Yes. Yeah. She actually has a dragon listed right now. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, then I would definitely
0: buy dragons in probably two or three different colors. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, think, I think I'd think i probably go... I, I kind of like the uh, Taylor Fantasy 1 mm-hmm. design. It's very... Like, it's a bit blocky, but it's siren-y. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm not... Like, my Mersona isn't so much... Um, a mermaid as sort of a siren like she has two sides the same coin there is the one side that's like guys like not all sea witches and water witches are evil we're just merfolk that do magic and please stop throwing your plastic ocean. and the other side is like god I hate humans yeah pretty much <laughs> like, I'm just gonna hide down here and occasionally drown one of you oh my gosh <laughs>
1: Pretty much,
0: yeah. No, I totally. This agree. is me and my personality. Like, I go from days where I'm like, "Everybody, I just want you to be happy." To, yeah. Can you guys all go? Home
1: and help you all? <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah, I think. I mean, like, I I would really want a Marbella tail, or um, a what was that other one? I don't know. There's a lot of good ones out there. Like, but a marbella would be probably my number one, or like a Finfolk silicone. I think that'd be super yeah. cool.
0: I think I would want. A Mishy. The mishi dragon is yes. quite nice. Yes. Um, so that's the Australian one. Yeah. Um, or the Angelica fluke. Like, those are very pretty flukes. If you get a chance, um, look up Mishy fins. Uh-huh. Um, very, very nice. Handmade. I think there's only about two, maybe three people working in the company. So it's very small. Uh-huh.
1: I'll have really to
0: check it out. Really beautiful. Um, I think, who was it? Mermaid Tempest did a review of three tales that she got from Mishi. Mm-hmm. And I I vaguely remember her being like, with a bit of work, your paint jobs could be like Marabella level.
1: Oh, yeah. So like,
0: really nice paint work.
1: Like, really good. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, everyone has to start out somewhere, you know? Mm.
0: Yeah. For sure. Right.
1: At but one yeah. point. <laughs> it's, it's, it's sort
0: of it's fun, because I, I watch, um, like I, I follow a lot of mermaids on Instagram, and I'll see that they've got four tails, and I'm sitting here like, oh, one day.
1: I know. Well, one at day. one point, I think I had 20 tails. Oh, my God. Yeah. I it, it was too much, girl. It was way too much. I ended up giving them to a company in California that does mermaid shows and parties, so that okay, they can yeah. use <laughs> for, That's Because, fun. like, they would just sit in my garage. Like, even so, right now, my tails just sit in the garage, just because there's no way of me using all of them. And I don't do events. Like, I'm not an event mermaid, so... Yeah. This, this, it's just for fun. It's just a hobby. But I recommend, like, I recommend getting one really good tail and actually using it.
0: Yeah, like, at the moment, I love mine. Um, <laughs> yeah, there you go. All my heart. Um... <laughs> I absolutely absolutely love mine um and I was thinking before all of this coronavirus stuff happened I was thinking you know what I've got a little extra money like I didn't spend as much money when I went home last time I've got (laughs) got a bit of money I'll get myself another tail and then I kind of swam in the ocean I was like no girl it's okay hold out like you love this baby so much and I was like yeah do (laughs) so now no one's making him and I'm like oh I could have bought it before it all went down. But um I figure I'm saving money now
1: because I'm at home yeah. all the time. Absolutely. I can save up that money. There you and go. Buy myself. There you go. <laughs> else? Yeah. Like yeah. I mean definitely wait until um America's Black Friday time because usually that's when they have the best sales. That's when everyone has our, the best sales. out. That's yep. that's what, November? November. October to no, no, November. No, no. Yep. They usually have yeah. like thirty percent off everything. So that's really cool. Yeah, Ooh,
0: I'm saving up my, my money My yeah. birthday's in November So I'm going to treat you know. myself <laughs> Any excuse works <laughs> Yeah for sure I was a bit heartbroken because um, Mercon in Australia Was actually in November last year And it was in my state oh. But I was so broke And I was like oh, oh no, no. It's like, oh no, I was so
1: heartbroken no, My friend was going to be my
0: bed tender And pull me around in a cart. Oh no. <laughs> I'm just
1: like I don't know if I can lift you. But if we get a car, I'll pull you out. <laughs> that's perfect. Yeah. I think they're unfortunately going to cancel the one in California because <gasps> it's supposed to be in July, but with all of the coronavirus thing, I don't I don't see yeah. it happening. I don't see people having enough money to even travel to California. But that's I don't true. know, we'll that's see. True. Fingers crossed, hopefully you'll still be there, but I don't know. It was so much yeah. fun last year. I think that's the thing that that is is really
0: hard is when you have hobbies that are very social hobbies and then you get
1: stuck in quarantine (laughs) and you're kind of like without a pool uh, in the middle of the desert (laughs) yeah yeah yeah.
0: we um I think (laughs) technically my state is one of the driest if if not the driest state in Australia (laughs) Okay, so we're in the
1: same spot then.
0: <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Arizona's um, in the desert. <laughs> yeah, luckily we've got a bit of a coast. So we've got desert, but also we've got a coast. So I grew up about 10-minute drive from the ocean. Okay, I'm jealous. That's amazing. That's yeah, so it was really good. <laughs> good. Um, now where I live, it's probably about 20 to 30 what? minutes. That's incredible. Oh, yeah, so, so I live like... in Adelaide, which is the capital of South Australia. Oh, I know where you are. Actually...
1: I know where you are. Okay. You okay. know where I am. No, <laughs> you, you I? don't. No, I know because I'm a huge fan of Pia and Kane. So I like watch their like everything and they've been there several times. Yeah. 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 So because it's, it's a very like it's a port city. So yeah.
0: pretty much anything on the West has a beach somewhere. Mm-hmm. And then everything on the east is hills. Oh, there you go. Yeah,
1: that makes
0: sense. So that's pretty much my city, which is good. I like it. It's chill. It's quiet. <laughs> um, I've spent time in some of the bigger cities and hated it. It was just too much traffic, too much noise, too many people, um, which is good. But, yeah, I think too much of that does does make me go a bit crazy. I know when I go back home to Japan um i'll be there for anywhere between 3 weeks to 3 months mm-hmm. and when i come back culture shock because i've gotten i've eventually gotten used to there being lots of people and then mm-hmm. i've come back to quiet yeah it's really, really weird
1: wait you're you're originally from japan i didn't know that so um my mother's
0: japanese she came here in her 20s to learn english oh, um lost mother. her bag on the tram oh and wow. my dad was the conductor
1: no way yeah <laughs> That's well. incredible. that is so yeah, so, I, so
0: the moment she got the okay to put me on a plane after I was born here in Australia I've been going back wow. it's been back and forth a lot so I actually miss out on a lot of the worst summer weather yeah. in Australia because I'm going back for winter because that was when school holidays was on and my mom's a teacher as well so um wow. sort of the Christmas New Year's break is the best time and has always been the best time for all of us to go so yeah I'm used to snow in December January and mm-hmm. then people are like oh it's so hot in December January and I'm like what do you mean I was eating snow and I'm like oh no way I traveled
1: <laughs> yeah there you go yeah because you guys are going into
0: winter time right now right yes we are yeah. it is it is getting cold right now there's actually a thunderstorm outside right now so
1: oh no way <laughs> it's getting oh. really hot over here <laughs>
0: I don't envy you because I don't like the heat.
1: No. But I would like no so rain. <laughs> I don't it's like wet. Hu- yeah. No, we don't have a lot yeah. of rain here. It's very um it's very dry, unfortunately.
0: It's it's kind of weird because it can be really dry here. Mm-hmm. Actually we're in a drought, so it's really dry here. Um but if you go up north, it's humid. Mm-hmm. So, I think it's probably, if you drive, it's about a week Mm -hmm. um, to get like three states over. And then it's really humid.
1: Oh, wow. Yeah. Dang. Wait, so, where you are, did the uh, forest fires hit you there or no? Um, So, we have a
0: little island um, just off the coast that's called Kangaroo Island. And half of that caught on fire.
1: Oh, no. But Adelaide
0: itself didn't have any problems. Okay. But we did actually get the secondhand smoke from those fires. And I oh, woke up to no. smoke and panicked. I was like, great, got to put the cats in this thing, thinking that there was a fire nearby our house. But it wasn't. Oh, it was just that the smoke was so bad that, that I thought that there was a fire down the street.
1: Yeah, no, that's terrifying. Like, waking up to that, that is so scary. Because there's, yeah, like, there's was... no way of saving yourself at that point.
0: No, it was it was really horrible too because I'd heard a car like kind of speed down the road and uh-huh. that's what woke me and then I smelled the smell and I was like, "Oh crap, do we need to oh, pack no. everybody up and go?" Yeah.
1: Yikes. Yeah. No, that is yeah. that is freaky for sure. It was
0: yeah, it was pretty scary, but I'm I'm grateful that it didn't actually make it to where we are because um where I grew up and where my parents currently live is literally, like, their property backs onto paddocks. Oh. So okay. if there was a fire, they'd be done yeah. for.
1: Yeah. Oh, my gosh.
0: Yeah, it's no, it's pretty it's terrifying. Scary. It was great when I was a kid because I grew up to, like, sheep and lambs and everything in the morning, but it's really oh, yeah. scary. Even yeah. sometimes they would do burn-offs um, yeah. not far from where we were, and sometimes they wouldn't notify us that they were doing that. Oh, And so okay. we'd see, like, massive plumes of smoke and there are fire engines and we're, like, getting all the stuff ready, right, like, quick, shove the cat in the carrier, get ready to go. And then after we find out it's just burn-offs and we're like, oh, that's all right, you could have said something.
1: Yeah, no, they should have been telling you. <laughs> cause that's yeah, scary. sure, like,
0: I was I was very freaked. I was yeah, very freaked. I was fine. already picking up the car being like, right, shove everything you need in here.
1: Yep, we're getting out of here. <laughs> yeah,
0: we're getting out of here at the time we had a dog, so I was just like, all right, quick, get the ramp. Because she was old and she couldn't quite climb into the back of the station wagon by herself properly. So we'd have to get the
1: ramp out and then slowly coax her up. So I was like, get the ramp. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. No, that's insane. That's that's yeah, a crazy is. lifestyle for sure.
0: Yeah, it can be really crazy. Most of the time it's fine. Most of the time there aren't issues. But, like, every now and then you get really anxious about that. and because My dad used to be a chef, so he really likes um, cooking different ways. So he bought himself a chiminea so we could have wood oven pizzas. And Uh um, we have a few different, like, fire pits and fire grates, some which are, like, optimised for cooking food on them. Uh But then we always have to check fire ban time so that we don't accidentally kill a bunch of people. Um, Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's, that's definitely scary. I can imagine that. You're like, that's, yeah. a, that's a concern for sure. But yeah, yeah that's Yeah, cool. for sure. Yeah, so. Yeah.
0: Just got to make sure you don't burn anything. <laughs>
1: yeah, well, I'm glad you guys are safe because that was a very scary time. Like, Australia has really gone through a lot during the past few months. Like, you guys yeah, went straight sure. from the fires to COVID-19. Oh, so... yeah, for sure. We had, we had a flood in between, too. Oh no, yeah, so you're like, like the tourism in there is going to suffer a lot. So, like, oh, for sure. Like, if anyone can go there right now, do it because it's going to help the people a lot.
0: Yeah, for so sure, for plan sure. Plan your um, trips
1: to Australia right now after all of this. <laughs> so and
0: that we can see help us.
1: Out. <laughs> yeah, come to Kangaroo
0: Island and. Exactly look at sea lions and dolphins and lots of lovely sea life and just try not to look at the burnt trees. But they're starting to grow back, apparently.
1: They will grow back. It just, you know, it takes time.
0: Yeah, it takes time. And that's always a bit sad.
1: Yeah. but
0: I mean, where I am now, there are trees that I drive past on a regular basis. And I don't ever actually remember there being a fire Mm -hmm. in that area, a serious fire, but I can see the blackened Trunks of these trees.
1: Oh no! So it's you know
0: it's like something might have happened twenty years ago.
1: Yeah, but, but I mean you know we're still seeing also... the colors of it. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully it'll be okay. <laughs> hopefully everything yeah. will go back to normal and everything will grow back. It's just yeah, it's sad that so many so animals passed away during that time. That's the worst. Yeah.
0: Time. Apparently now uh, koalas are now officially um, endangered like, species.
1: Endangered, yeah, which is really upsetting. Yeah,
0: we used to have a problem with them. Oh no! <laughs> yeah, some areas, some areas legitimately had a koala problem.
1: No way! I mean, <sighs> I kind they want to... koala problem. That sounds like a good problem to have.
0: <laughs> yes and no, because they would like cross the road all the time. Oh, that's so cute. Like highways. Oh 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 my gosh! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so there will be times where we would just be stopped and be like, what's going on? And someone will go, there's a koala. And you could just oh. see all the traffic from the side. Everyone's just like, hurry up. Oh. <laughs> because it's very slowly crossing yeah, the highway. And we're all just I like, oh, go. God. Everyone's going 100 and <laughs> has to oh, stop because we're waiting all... for this one really yeah, slow that's, koala. That's dangerous. <laughs> yeah.
1: No, I can just, but it just ima- like I can only imagine how like cute it is to have so many like adorable little bears sitting up in the trees and stuff, like chewing. To be honest, leaves. <laughs> gorgeous, but they yeah. will kill you if they need to. Oh, are they? Are they vicious? I didn't know that. Um, like they're cute, but if you upset
0: mm-hmm. them, they will claw you.
1: Oh, okay, that's good to know. They yeah, just like, like everyone's like, oh, it's such a cute little Barbie bear. I'm just like, don't get
0: too close. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they can be they can be dangerous. It's sort of like everyone goes, oh, emus are so funny looking. Like, they're yeah. so weird. And I'm
1: like, oh, don't get too close to that. That thing could, like, disembowel you. <laughs> I feel like in Australia, everything tries to kill you, though. <laughs> so it makes sense. So. I think the only thing that
0: doesn't is a kawaka, and they're the cutest things in existence.
1: Oh, I don't think I know what that is. Is that, like, a little... Um, I, don't, I don't even know. It looks
0: like if you got a wallaby and a chipmunk and smushed them together. Oh, so it's like it a
1: hamster-styled, like, face. No, it's big.
0: Yeah, it's got a hamster face. Uh-huh. It's got a Aww. hamster face, but on, like, a wallaby body.
1: I love that. Oh, that's so sweet.
0: <laughs> oh, and maybe... Um, eastern quolls as well. They won't do anything to you. Oh, okay. Okay. And that's that's going to be cool. tiny. Yeah. <laughs> the spotted quoll will, like, kill a bunch of chickens if it can. Um, oh and my. apparently they're very bloodthirsty, so they won't eat as much of the meat. They will probably drink the blood. But the eastern quoll is the cutest little thing in existence.
1: <laughs> that's awesome. There you go. That's incredible. Yeah,
0: look, not going to lie. Everything around here is probably going to kill you, or at least yeah. attempt to.
1: that makes sense i mean here in arizona it's a similar story because like all of the uh, plants have like thorns on them um the coyotes are actually okay they're afraid of people but like the havelinas the kind of like um little warthogs almost that's what they look like they will attack you (laughs) so and then we have like mountain lions we have pumas we have like little lynx and i don't know it's just like a big mix of like road runners and different birds like we actually have tropical birds that fly in from Mexico too which is pretty cool so that is it's cool. Like a, yeah so it's like a mini jungle but it's really dry so all of the plants have like dangerous pieces to them you like there's cactus everywhere so you have to be super careful yeah, <laughs> yeah it's because we've got a bunch of sea life that's also
0: dangerous
1: oh yeah I bet you yeah, guys we've have got the blue really mongers. large, like, spider crabs, too, which are scary.
0: Yes and no. We tend to get more sort of, like, blue swimmer crabs. You're not likely to see spider crabs very often.
1: Because mm, okay. um, that's what but, freaked me out. I saw that in photos, and I was like, oh, my goodness. <laughs> so, like, the giant spider crabs that look really
0: creepy and spindly and something out of some, like, horror yeah. manga are more likely yeah. to be found in Japan, to be honest. Oh, okay. Um, yeah but in australia you will find some decent sized crabs um i know people who go crabbing all the time and they will find decent sized crabs i as a kid used to like to go rock pooling and go see if i could find crabs around the place there you go (laughs) okay so this is a completely like australian thing for the australian viewers because you probably won't ever get a chance to do this Uh but if you are in south australia anyone go to nathan bake's um, he will make you a mermaid cake. He has a mermaid cake on display. If you want a mermaid cake, he will quite happily make one. And his I stuff
1: is. Really can you in- can you link this in the podcast? Because I really want to see this. <laughs>
0: yes, I don't know if he's got it on his Instagram, but um, in his shop window, there is a mermaid cake, and he will do custom mermaid cakes for you.
1: Oh, that is so cool!
0: Like my plan is, if he's still in business, he's making my wedding cake.
1: <laughs> that sounds amazing mm-hmm. yes it's, it's super good stuff is it a mermaid cake so, because he puts like scales on it in frosting or like how is it mermaidy oh there's a tail
0: oh okay so it's like ocean-y and it looks <laughs> like the mermaid dived into the ocean which is the oh,
1: cake that's cool I like that concept that sounds yeah. really pretty
0: huh. he does some really really yummy stuff like I've eaten so much of his stuff I've been sick before um, <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so that's the thing <laughs> look so I had I think I had a chocolate parfait with some chocolate ice cream and some musk um cotton candy stuff <laughs> and it was huge it was like chocolate cake Chocolate mousse, chocolate cake, chocolate mousse, chocolate you cake. You just chocolate. like really and wanted. Then... <laughs> yeah. And then he made with white chocolate and chocolate nibs, he made like this latticey thing and then like sprinkled it all on the top. And it was in quite a tall glass. If you go to my Instagram, you will see it. You will very obviously see it because it's like on a board. Very obvious. Mm-hmm. And then it's got like a chocolate ice cream with it as well. I was so sick Oh no. that. I was like I felt so ill. I said to my friend, Can we go for a walk for a bit before we go home? Like, I feel awful. <laughs> but it was worth it. <laughs> oh, so worth it. Very worth it. That sounds um, incredible. <laughs> yeah. And, and, like, he made the first pavlova I've eaten in, like, eight years. And it was amazing. Ooh, Because obviously, like, egg whites are a problem, and I've never quite managed to get aquafaba be a oh, pop so of
1: meringue he so, so he does everything with vegan baking then he yes, specializes in vegan baking. Free, yep. dang that's awesome
0: yeah my favorite thing too is because he's got like the little cafe section you pay extra for dairy milk it's normally yeah. like, hey i want a plant-based milk they're like yeah that's an extra 50 cents he's just like yeah nah, nah. if you're getting dairy milk you're paying a surcharge yeah,
1: like, yeah, yeah cool. I can't have like no, any- I get yeah. to feel what I
0: feel because I like you I'm lactose intolerant so I yeah. can't I've never been able to really I mean I did it it was really bad and yeah. I did drink dairy milk. but yeah.
1: yeah like no it totally like helps. wrecks my skin like it's bad <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh if I accidentally eat cream or something like that you bet I'm breaking out
1: oh yeah No, like, it's funny because I can have cheese, but when it comes to milk, I don't know if it's American milk or what it is. I get so sick. Like, I get so sick. It depends on the type of cheese because I think when they process cheese,
0: Mm -hmm. um, some of it gets, like, some of the lactose gets processed out depending on the Mm -hmm. type of cheese. So apparently softer cheeses have more
1: lactose and then the harder cheeses have less. Okay, something. well, th- that makes sense, because I can eat Gouda, like, for days, <laughs> but when it comes to something else, it's just like, nope.
0: Yeah. um, I, I'm i on, on the tough side, because if it isn't lactose, it's casein,
1: wait, and that I'm allergic to.
0: Uh, so, casein is a protein in dairy that
1: encourages... Oh, no, no, no. Okay, op- I misheard you. I misheard you. you. Yep, yeah. yep, yep. Yeah, yeah. and it's yeah. high in cheese. Yeah.
0: Like, no matter what I do,
1: it's stuffed. Yeah. Wait, what's the famous spread that you guys have in Australia? The kind of salty thing that you spread on your bread? What is that called?
0: Other than butter.
1: Other than butter.
0: Uh, we have eggs.
1: No. What is As in it? It's dairy-free? Like, it's Actually, like a no salty... Oh, Vegemite! I don't, know, I don't know if it is dairy-free. Yes, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. What? Yeah, Vegemite, Vegemite. Is it, is I thought you meant free? like a
0: butter replacement. I'm sitting here like, what?
1: Oh, yeah, no, no, it's dairy-free. No, no, it's, no, no. it's disgusting, but it's me. <laughs> it's yeah, gross. I've heard people like, love it, and some people hate it. So that's something that I'm excited to try. <laughs> um, I would say try a very little bit at once and spread it
0: very thinly on something first. <laughs> <laughs> or just go and take a spoonful. Oh, no. <laughs> it's okay. very dangerous. It's very nutritious and it, it tastes like it's good for you. <laughs> what is it made out of? Yeast.
1: Oh, okay, okay, that makes sense. Okay, yeah, I'll have yeah, to try it. it. Interesting. Disgusting. Don't. <laughs> I have been warned. I will remember that. Is, is there anything that you
0: would say is like very American that I should, probably shouldn't eat because it's gross?
1: Oh my gosh. Where should Your I start? Diet? <sighs> there's a lot of gross stuff here oh my goodness like so first off like all of the tacos and cheese it bags like the taco bell styled things mm-hmm. those are like disgusting like it's gross they literally put like taco meat into a cheese it bag or like a cheetos bag and they mix it up and they give it back to you what? so it's like it's super unhealthy it's gross <laughs> Yeah, like, imagine, okay, so imagine one of those little, like, um, Dorito bags, you know? I don't know if you guys have them in Australia, but, um, like, snack packs almost. And they literally open it up and they drop, like, taco meat inside of it. They, like, add a little bit of, like, guacamole and salsa and then they give it back to you. (laughs) And it's, like... Please tell me you don't pay much money for that. That better
0: not be expensive.
1: I think it's, like, $5. Jesus Christ, I would pay $5 for that. Yeah, no, it's it's disgusting. And, like, Taco Bell, like, that's one of our popular taco companies. It's, like, super Americanized. But, like, that's where everyone goes after they've had, like, a whole night of drinking. Because they're open really late. <laughs> that's one of the things that they serve there. And it's, like, really gross. So, oh, otherwise, like, awesome. I would say, like, Mexican-American food is amazing. Like, it's really good. Tex-Mex? Like, our... Yes. Yeah. Like, it's really, really good. Like, our barbecue good- is really good, and overall, everything's really good, but we do have some of those really weird things where you just don't want to touch it. Fair. Like, we I have fried Snickers. Like, we yeah. have fried Twinkies, like, refried Twinkies, which is just disgusting. <laughs> do you guys just deep fry everything? Yeah, like, they I have fried chocolate drink. chip cookies, and it's like, wow, fried we ice fried cream? Cookies. Yeah, it's crazy. Is it battered, or is it just thrown in the oil? It's battered. Like we even have fried scorpions. Like it's insane.
0: <laughs> Why would you put more flour on a floury cookie yeah. and then fry it?
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a thing here. It's a thing. I'm trying to think of something
0: that's a thing here in Australia. That's very much chicken salt. Chicken salt is a thing. What is that? Um, so it was originally invented as like a seasoning to put on your roast chicken before you stick it in the oven
1: mm-hmm.
0: but then we started putting it on fries and on potatoes <laughs> and on pretty
1: much everything that actually sounds pretty good is it like like really why nice talking- is it really it's really good Oh, okay. I wanna try it. That sounds really good. Really good it's just weird we put it on everything.
0: Like I've seen people put it on fish. I've seen people put it on um just potatoes or whatever. It's just like anything they'll be cooking. And they're like, Oh, let's put some chicken salt in. There
1: you go. Hey, huh. right. yeah, I can't believe so I that haven't was... heard of that.
0: Yeah, it apparently it was I heard it was invented in South Australia, so another oh, proud no. thing. But mm-hmm. yeah, um it, spread and it started off where you'd go to like a fish and chip place or a chicken and chip place and they would ask you do you want salt or chicken salt huh and then people were able to buy chicken salt in stores and started (laughs) putting it on everything
1: (laughs) that's insane oh my gosh that's exciting well yeah that's definitely something I want to try that sounds really good
0: (laughs) it's it is it is really nice not gonna lie it's really nice
1: um my husband
0: cooked up some like fake fried chicken and put some chicken salt on it which is what you're actually supposed to do with it um and it made it so much better
1: oh yum yeah that sounds incredible <laughs> that yeah, sounds
0: really, really good. good perfect so before we wrap this up because we have been going for an hour and a half now um <laughs> oh. <laughs> so back to mermaiding quickly mm-hmm. um any recommendations for anyone thinking they want to perhaps start out as a mermaid I think oh, definitely,
1: right. yeah, definitely do it. It's so much fun. It is an amazing hobby. Um, I would really, really recommend people taking free diving classes so that you stay safe. Um, either maybe free diving or lifeguarding classes, just so you know how to save yourself if you're in a difficult situation in the water. And if you're looking for really good tails, definitely check out Mer Taylor as your start tail or fin fun. Just because those tails are really good. They're high quality and it's a really great start. So definitely look into those tails because they're really comfy.
0: <laughs> so you mentioned about like freediving classes and mm-hmm. um, a lifeguard, life-saving kind of classes. But what level of, of I guess, swimming skill or, or athletic ability in that sense do you think is really particularly needed as
1: a mermaid? So, I would say any sort of level in the water is okay. It's just, I like, I tell people all the time to go with someone to the pool, to always have someone there with you just in case anything ever happens. Um, I definitely recommend just having someone looking over you while you're swimming because that's super important. And I think that you can start at any level, just be comfortable with being underwater. And if you don't feel comfortable, make sure you're able to take the tail off in less than a second. Because if you can't do that, then you're in trouble. So that's just like some safety things to remember. Otherwise, it's a lot of fun. And just, you know, do your best to be a mermaid. It's hard to swim in a tail at first. I was inching really bad, like where I was like putting my feet together and like moving my knees instead of like flowing with my whole body at first. But after a while, you learn and you learn the dolphin kick really well. And it just becomes so much more fun. (laughs) I think that's the
0: thing. Um, Because I had like the actual competitive swimming training, um, I knew the dolphin kick fairly well. Mm -hmm. So it did only take me about 15 minutes, half an hour to get used to the monofin. There you go. That's good. That's very Um, good. Yeah, like at first I was like, what the hell? But then after I kind of got used to it, I was like, okay, this feels fine. And now I can't swim without one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's been a year and I, I don't go to the I pool without like... one. Um, <laughs> but um, I think, yeah, if you're not as experienced, it's going to take time. Um, yeah. Maybe this is just my personal thing. But like mm-hmm. just start with the monofin because it's a lot easier yes. to unhook a monofin in like five seconds. Yes, I agree 100% tail because I know I definitely would struggle because I'd have to like unzip it pull it off flick my monofin off then pull it down my waist and if I was a lot less experienced Mm -hmm. that would be a struggle like that would seriously be a struggle so yeah
1: yeah absolutely no it's like it's dangerous at that point so just make sure you're always in a safe situation but also don't don't get frustrated too quickly it took me half a year to get the whole swimming down in a tail like it's okay Mm. it takes time and so don't get frustrated, just keep swimming and you'll learn it at one point. Yeah,
0: I think the other thing too is a lot of people will spend time, and this is just a personal thing, spend a lot of time, not quite surface swimming, but just below the surface swimming to get that movement. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whereas I found diving was a lot easier to get that movement.
1: Yes, I agree. I, I absolutely agree. And it also depends on the situation. If you're diving in the ocean versus if you're diving in a pool, like we're talking oh, no about no yeah for sure very different things so yes. it just depends on where you're starting cuz if you're starting with a mermaid tail in the ocean i recommend not doing that i recommend starting <laughs> no, in the pool. i didn't sure. <laughs> like i've it's i've fun. been
0: i think i <laughs> swam like i was going weekly and training at least weekly um from the age of about 6 until about 16
1: Oh yeah. So you're like a pro. yeah
0: Yeah, like my parents could not get me out of the water as a kid yes yeah I you're literally a have a photo in the family album where the kiddie pool broke and I still wanted to swim so my dad filled up a bucket and I sat in it <laughs> <And> I was <laughs> like
1: four yeah, yeah we just still
0: got that picture dad's like when this is all over we have to recreate that because yeah. sometimes to make do and I was just like yeah look you're not wrong
1: That's um so funny. I love it so yeah even
0: <laughs> I I straight up did not go in the ocean with my full tail first thing. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm getting used to this monofin in a pool first.
1: Yeah, I used my Makina monofin in the ocean, and that was okay. But um, I can't imagine using a silicone tail in the ocean unless I was diving in kind of shallow, non-turbulent waters. Yeah, because it is it
0: would it would weigh you down for sure.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, the thing is, like, you're sinking down with the tail, too, so you have to be careful, you have to be able to get back up. <laughs> yeah. 100% yeah. have someone there
0: with you, don't go by yourself.
1: Yes, yeah. <laughs> um, especially
0: if you're in the ocean. Um, mm-hmm. Mother Nature doesn't necessarily love you.
1: Um, yeah. Yeah,
0: she's got it's her also- own thing.
1: I would say it's definitely easier for people to who are like who have more body fat. It's easier for people to begin swimming because you float up naturally, so you're at a lower risk of drowning. That's actually a good point. Yeah, so like one of my friends is like stick thin, and she just sinks. And I'm like, "Girl, you're 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 putting yourself in danger." And she's like, "I can't help myself." (laughs) She has. Yeah, no,
0: I'm I'm also really tiny as well, and that's a fair point. (laughs)
1: Yeah, um, yeah, like, I'm in between where I still, like, I kind of float, but I also do sink, but, <laughs> yeah, like, like, I see some of my friends, like, fall to the floor of the pool, and I'm like, oh my gosh.
0: Yeah, yeah. I can I can quite easily make it to the bottom of, of a pool. Um, yeah. I think the one that <laughs> I usually swim at, the deepest is 2 or 2.5 meters.
1: Okay, that's so, not bad,
0: yeah. Yeah, yeah, It's it's pretty deep, and it takes me, like, one, maybe two kicks to get to the bottom.
1: There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, yeah. But
0: I, I should point out for those people who haven't seen me, I am um, about five foot four and I yeah, weigh you're about a pound.
1: Yeah. You're tiny. Yeah. So I, <laughs> sink. I sink like a rock. Um,
0: <laughs> yeah. So that's really easy for me, which is fine. Um, but it does mean when I have to come back up, I have to use a lot more effort
1: yeah yep so you just have to like you have to figure out what your body type is how you react in the water and then put on that tail and see how it goes (laughs) and again as always have someone there with you
0: I'm a bit of a loony and sometimes when I'm at the pool I don't take a friend which is really Mm -hmm. bad um but then I probably won't go anywhere particularly deep Mm -hmm. yeah so if I'm not with a friend I will be somewhere I can stand if I need to
1: yeah, absolutely. Um, if I have a friend
0: there with me, then I'm like, yeah, no, nah, it's fine. Let's go really deep. Yeah. Um, yeah. So pretty much, just shout out to all the mer tenders who have to stand there and watch mermaids, because yeah. like it may suck, but it may also be great. I don't know. I've never been a tender.
1: Yeah, I always recommend people. Um, like when you're when you're a free diver, you learn this, but it's always good to have your friend with you in the water. Cause the first ins- like instances of drowning happen right as you come out of the water. That's when you start having like weird hiccups, or you start having like mini seizures, or you just you're just disconcerned, and that's when you can like fall back into the water and like kind of like lose your consciousness. So it's always good to have your friend in the water with you. Don't have them out on the pool deck. Have them with you. So that's always our little tip and trick with free divers and. Whenever your friend comes out of the like the deep end, when you see them reach the top of the water, let them breathe out the carbon dioxide first and have them take a deep breath in and then talk to them <laughs> so that they have full consciousness when they're talking to you. And of course yeah, that's, that's after point. Yeah, like that's after like sitting underwater for two minutes. So just be yeah. careful because you never know. It's always good to have a buddy with you.
0: Yeah, for sure. And um, one time, actually, um, my dad was my buddy. Um, mm-hmm. because he was like, "You need to teach me how to swim. I know the basics, but I don't know how to do the strokes properly." So I was like, "Okay, okay, I'll teach you." And he brought a goddamn fork and threw it in the pool for me. Oh my gosh! <laughs> and he was like, "I didn't don't know get it." Sneakily hid this um uh-huh. in his bag and he'd also got some weights which I think they used to be old um balls inside the computer mice oh my he used God. to wear them. so he must have pulled out some from some broken ones and kept them or whatever because he like threw them in the, in the pool I hadn't even noticed at this point uh-huh. and then he just said to me Ariel you, it's amazing what you find on the bottom of the ocean I'm like oh he's cracked up like whatever I don't care and I swam along and saw something silver at the bottom and was like what the hell is that and dive down and I came up and the first thing I did was like obviously breathe out and breathe in and then just laugh yeah
1: because I'm like <laughs> you brought a fork <laughs> home just to <laughs> throw it in the water for me that's so funny I love that that's so
0: cute <laughs> yeah um yeah my dad I'm pretty sure my dad still wishes I was a kid so he could still play around with me because I'm an <laughs> adult I don't really, like, muck around as much as I used to, but I'm pretty sure he oh, still wishes that, I was, like, seven.
1: That's so sweet. Well, maybe when you have kids or something, like, he'll be so happy. because be oh, oh, he to- will. <laughs> when, am I having
0: grandkids? when are you getting married? When am I having grandkids? I'm like, how about you just adopt <laughs> pregnant? Because that's all, like, happen right now. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> that's I'm hilarious. Like, just Orphan that just happened to get pregnant, and then there you go—you'll have good kid. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, that's super um, cute. Yeah, I think he was the one who showed me the Little Mermaid when I was little.
1: Aww, which was so which sweet. was how all of this
0: started, really.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. I love it. I have
0: memories of my friends taking turns in because my parents had a spa-sized bath, mm-hmm. like a bathtub. That was the size of a spa, but it didn't have any of the jets in there. Yeah. Um, and so I remember as a really little kid playing with my friends in the bathtub being like, right, it's your turn to be the mermaid and save the human.
1: <laughs> That's so Everyone cute. Would,
0: like, one Aww. of us would pretend to drown the other one would save us.
1: Oh, I love that. That's so sweet. Yeah. Kids, don't try that at home. <laughs> no, really,
0: please, don't. please don't pretend to drown at home. Like, I don't recommend <laughs> But...
1: Five-year-old Alice did that. (laughs) All the parents are like, go try it. Go try it right now. (laughs) My coworkers are like so sick of their children. It's just like hilarious watching them on Zoom meetings and stuff. It's just like, oh my gosh. (laughs) Yeah, it looks terrible. It's a time (laughs) where I'm actually grateful I don't have kids. (laughs) Oh my gosh, same, same. Like having a cat is enough.
0: (laughs) Yeah, oh my God. Yeah, it's definitely enough. My cat's been a bit... Funny, the last couple of weeks she got into a fight, and after yeah. that she's just been really stressed. Where my housemate can't walk past her without her yelling at her, and then like attacking <laughs> her legs. And I was oh, like, "Why are you being grumpy?" And so one minute she'll be really happy, and you can pat her, and the next minute she's biting you and like full on yeah. clawing you, like back oh legs are getting and everything. But again, it's yeah. hard enough. It's four-legged fur baby. Imagine actual children who oh talk back. Yeah,
1: no, I don't. I don't want to imagine that yet. <laughs> Good. No, my cat is like pleasantly surprised that I'm home all the time. But at the same time, I can tell that sometimes she's a little annoyed that I'm home all the time. It's kind of like, look, it's
0: nice that you're home to give me scratches and and maybe snacks sometimes I don't normally. (laughs) But why do you have to
1: always sit on my bed? She's like, do you do you have to be here right now? Like, yeah,
0: that chair is mine. I always sit in the sun in that spot on that (laughs) chair at this time. Why are you here invading (laughs) my privacy? exactly
1: (laughs) yep that's how it is right now she's sleeping so it's really cute but (laughs) yeah
0: see a lot of my
1: family are dog people so they're all like oh the dogs are so happy we're home all
0: the time and I'm sitting here like my cat hates me
1: (laughs) she's like go back to work (laughs) yeah it's like what are you doing why are you here yeah exactly (laughs) yes
0: So, another quick question, and this is more just my own curiosity, but do you think you would ever make mermaiding your full-time career?
1: Um, If I started, like, a side business, like, either, like, an exercising program that involves mermaid tails or Ooh. some sort of, like, uh, like, beauty fashion mermaid tail-esque styled thing that helps with, like, ocean organizations and stuff, maybe... But, for now, I think, because it's a side hustle, it makes it so much more fun. If I did it as a full time thing, I think it would become kind of like more of a job, and it wouldn't be as much fun, so it mhm-. So I get to enjoy the full magic of it just because it's a side hustle instead of like a full-time gig. And I know a lot of the girls who swim in aquariums, like, it's a really tough job. Like, they have to sit in their tails and they have to pee in the tails. They can't get out of them. Oh, my God. Yeah. So imagine being a mermaid in the aquarium for like six hours. So you'd have to just literally pee in your tail. Yeah, because you can't get out of it because it takes like 30 minutes to get back into a darn thing. So oh I'm like, no, thanks. I'm not going to swim in my own pee. <laughs> oh my
0: god, I didn't realize it was that bad. Yeah. I have a weak bladder. Maybe
1: it's not a good idea for me. Yeah, no, 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 no. I couldn't do it. Plus, like, imagine your eyes after that. Like, no.
0: Yeah, I I struggle just to, like, open them normally for, like,
1: very <laughs> long at all. Yeah, yeah. Um,
0: even in fresh water, like I've literally done it in the bathtub and I'm still like, this yeah. is bad.
1: Yeah, no, my one of my best friends, uh, Mezzy Mermaid, <laughs> she is a professional uh, aquarium swimmer in Utah. <laughs> and She tells me all of these crazy stories about like fish attacking her and like, <laughs> like all of these little weird things that, you know, like mermaids have to deal with. And it's just tough. It's really, really tough. Plus, like, you get burns from wearing the mermaid tails for too long, too. So you have to be really careful for it not to mold and stuff. So. Yeah. it's Yeah, because that would would rub in, like, the knees and stuff. Yeah. I think it's my job as a product designer is easier than it is to be a mermaid.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Because I I know of a few people who sort of do kids parties and, like, that kind of thing. Mm Mm-hmm. Or they go to schools and they teach kids about conservation while being in the mermaid tail,
1: mm-hmm. which I think is kind of cool. It is I cool, just, yeah. I just don't think I like children enough to do that. Um, it's hard to keep a smile on your face the whole time, too, when people are stepping over your $2,000 tail. <laughs> yeah. Just like, get your shoes off this. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Hence, so part of my persona is, go away. Yeah. Oh, also, yeah. um... I was working a convention a year ago with one of my mermaid friends here in Arizona. And this is like Comic-Con style. So we were teaching classes for kids about mermaids, about saving the ocean and ocean life. And kids would keep stepping on her tail. And you could see that she was very irritated. (laughs) So we were like, like hurting the little kids, like trying to like, you know, sheepdog them out of the way. (laughs) So they would stop like stepping on her beautiful tail it was crazy yeah yeah.
0: yeah. like I, I tend to kind of go what I would do and this is just me being like super passive aggressive I would be like ouch every time someone did it
1: oh yeah she was and they just kept stepping on it because there's a reaction oh, my god. Yeah. oh yeah, yeah parents teach your children some empathy oh my gosh the parents are the worst girl <laughs> the parents are the problem <laughs> my yeah. god it's I so know fun. a lot
0: of people have gotten into sort of like tank mermaiding. Mm -hmm. Yes. It's not quite aquarium level. So, you know, you're not having animals like bite you, but you do get um, to kind of get that experience. Tank tank tank?
1: mermaiding is a lot more fun, but you also have to realize is that if you do Renaissance fair tanks, um, if you do any sort of show tanks, like for example, I was in a tank for a whole week. At CES, it was a large technology convention in Las Vegas, and we had a tank there for us to dive in. Mm -hmm. And they don't switch out the water. So you're stuck in that water for the whole time. And so there's no way. Yes. So there's no way of filtering that water up. It's disgusting. It's so gross. And so the same with Renaissance Fair mermaids. They stay in that water for months and there's no way to replace that water and people don't talk about that but that's extraordinarily dangerous for your eyes for your like skin yeah. and everything that's so and if, and if
0: you're in a silicon tail yeah assuming that you get a chance to get out and go to the loo that's fine but if not you're literally swimming in your own and other people's pee yep
1: pretty much yeah and sweat and something. tears <laughs> yeah yep ew so that's why I'm, like, not really sold on the full professional mermaiding thing. <laughs> that is fair. That is yeah. very, very fair. Yep. I don't but, think like, I would if... be either, now that I've heard all of your horror stories. <laughs> it's it's scary. But, like, for example, it's also a lot of fun. Like, um, I'm sure you know of Merman Tommy. Yes. And, like, Mermaid Alyssa, Merman Jax. Um, they swim in Sacramento at the dive bar. And it's literally a huge tank above a beautiful bar where they sell you where they serve you like amazing alcoholic drinks. So you can watch the oh, mermaids cool. swim above you. And like their job is incredible. It's so much fun. And they switch the water out. It's super clean. It's amazing. If you ever have the chance in Sacramento, definitely go and check it out because it's so cool. And so if you
0: ever come to South Australia, we actually do have a tank mermaid bar. Oh, that's awesome. One, One okay. in Adelaide I know of. It's called Atlantis. and they have it's not a very big tank but they have a a small tank I think it's like in the center-ish of where Uh the bar and stuff is so you can have (laughs) your drinks kind of go over there and watch the mermaid swim in there
1: yes that's awesome yeah I I love that that's amazing see like I would do that for a few hours no problem I would do that but I would not do that for days (laughs) no I think I think for For days is a bit unhygienic. I was I was really exhausted. Like I was mentally and physically exhausted to the point where I couldn't swim any like anymore. I would like go back to my hotel room and I would just die. (laughs) So Yeah. That's fair. I think, like you said,
0: if it was like a fitness thing or like Mm -hmm. mermaid classes, I would love to teach mermaid classes. I think that would be
1: Yes, that would be so much fun. I was thinking of making like mermaid videos or guides on how to like get like fitter with tails just to help people out because it would be so much fun just to like exercise in mermaid tails so I might do that but yeah I think I think that's what I would do (laughs) yeah like
0: people don't realize how actually like fit you can get being a
1: mermaid oh my gosh yeah your abs insane (laughs) yeah
0: for sure I remember I I mean I was working out a bit more often than normal but it was almost at least twice, sometimes three times a week, I was going mermaiding, plus I was going for daily walks and working out because I was doing 75 hard. But for sure, and most of this was from the mermaiding, Mm -hmm. uh, I did this during winter. When I put my summer work pants on, first, Mm -hmm. like, day that was warm enough, I struggled to get it over my hips. Like, my thigh and my butt had, like, expanded (laughs) muscle. (laughs) <laughs> that I had a struggle and then I got it on and it just felt tight for the rest of like the day and I was like this feels so weird That's but that was probably me. that was what so 75 I took a bit longer than that so it would have been about four months of doing that mm-hmm. there you and up. my butt and thighs and I couldn't fit in these pants anymore
1: yeah <laughs> so I, guys, I was... it's, it's a really good workout Yeah, it seriously is. I miss being in the water so much. I haven't been in the water since February, so.
0: Yeah, I I don't think I've been probably early January um, because I moved house and then I had to prep for me to go to Japan for a month. So I was like making cat food almost every few days because I had to make a month's worth of cat food for my cat. Mm -hmm. She's a bit sick, so I have to actually make her food for her and then freeze it okay yeah mm-hmm. so I was like spending so much time like unpacking and then making the trip and then the packing to mm-hmm. go to Japan so I haven't done any mermaiding yeah. since January and I can actually feel that I'm like my abs is, are not quite where they were before yeah They're not as sturdy
1: <laughs> and so I'm like oh no I have to get back into yeah. this I just feel weak you know and so I'm like no. mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah so I now I
0: feel in those pants again so it means I've lost some of that muscle
1: We gotta get that muscle back. (laughs) I
0: know, and it's it's really hard because you're not you can't really go to the pool. So I'm like, I know, putting on ankle weights and imitating certain movements and doing cool workouts. Like I better start. Yeah,
1: I've been just like, I've been doing workouts every day, like from like YouTube videos and stuff. But I just miss the water (laughs) for sure. Yeah, I think
0: so. There is there is a special feeling when you do. Like not full on dive, but you just go below where you're no longer touching the surface, so you're sort of mid
1: level, yeah.
0: and it's yeah. still. And all you can hear is sort of your heartbeat and the water.
1: I agree. I love that. There's like a peaceful calm yes. below the waves. Yeah, I love that so yes. much. It's it's really it's really
0: lovely, um, and it's definitely de-stressing. Like I feel like the moment I've done that, everything's fine. Hmm. I've had days where I'm in the worst mood and then I've gone and taken my my monofin to the pool and then I've gone and that first dive, I've just felt it all just wash away.
1: Yeah, it's just it's just so rejuvenating. It just feels so good. Yeah, definitely.
0: Where can anyone find you should they want to know more information about
1: the wonderful Mermaid Zari? You can find me at Mermaid Zari. So it is M-E-R-M-A-I-D-Z-A-R-I. You can find me anywhere. You can find me at MermaidZari.com or on um, on Facebook, on Instagram, on TikTok. So you can find me anywhere. There, all of my notifications are going off. Sorry. <laughs> but- <laughs> That's fun. That was actually really convenient. It's like, you just said it and now everyone's following you. <laughs> so like you can find me anywhere and please don't be afraid to reach out I can help you find the right tail for you or I can get you a custom design or I can lead you towards the right direction if you have any questions or if you have any questions about free diving certificates or anything like that um let me know because I'm happy to help and it's just I'm so excited to talk to you because it's been so much fun so thank you so much it has (laughs) been great and like also Just a side note about
0: contacting Mermaid Zari. I literally, I think I just dropped in your DMs and was like, I have a podcast. Do you want to be on? And you were like, yes. And then here we are. (laughs) so yes. super approachable I mean we've had conversations before but uh-huh. <laughs> yeah like mentioned it and you were
1: like oh hell yeah yes I love podcasts so much and I just love talking to people so if anyone has any questions let me know because I'm always there to help that's what my goal is just to help as many people get into the mermaiding world as much as possible because it's fun
0: please do <laughs> it's a wonderful community yes <laughs>
1: Alrighty, well I
0: will see you guys at the next tea party Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening.
1: <laughs> Bye. Bronze Pig Media. Oink.